Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Scala. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Style Over Substance. We're just two friends talking about our experiences working inside the fashion industry and also our observations from outside the fashion industry. It's sometimes serious, but it's definitely always a good laugh. Always. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platforms. How you doing? Hey. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. What about you? I'm good. And I'm really going to try a thing. Uh-huh. I'm so acutely aware of how often I say the word like, and this podcast really doesn't help. Um, and I'd like to think mm-hmm. that was a fine use because it, it worked. Yeah. Um, I would like to think that I'm quite a well-spoken person. You are very well spoken, yeah. Not if I'm saying like every other word. I think it really taints. Yeah, that's the, the vocabulary. Brings, brings you down. Common. So I'm going to be really conscious. So if I sound a bit calculated, okay, I'm trying to out train it. And so I saw somewhere that the way to almost do it is that your friend gives you a topic and you have to talk about that topic for sort of 60 seconds and not say the word like, mm. and you have to start over. Mm-hmm. We're obviously not going to do that on this, but no. I'm consciously, I also don't really know if drawing attention to it is helpful for everyone, but I don't think it's a secret. So, <laughs> and I think you did very well in that bit. You didn't I wasn't even like... trying that much there, but I've been, I've been trying it in my everyday speech anyway. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I used to be as bad as I am now, but we watch so much American entertainment, mm. you know? Most mm-hmm. of the people that I follow on Instagram, lots of, I watch a lot of YouTubers. I watch a lot of reality TV shows, mainly set in the States. And I think that's really harming my vocabulary. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. And you can definitely train yourself out of it. Yeah, for um, sure. You just got to be conscious of it. And mm. you'll do it. You'll, I mean, you sounded fine just then. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast that I listen to all the time and they had, well, the guy is like a journalist slash historian and he talks about um, like these, like the biggest bastards in history. I don't know if you've ever heard this podcast. No. It's called Behind the Bastards. Anyway, it's it's like a historical Love it. podcast, yeah? And every week he has a guest come on while he talks about the history of something or a particular like political figure who was like a real bastard and their guest will come and just like chime in and be part of the discussion and whatnot and this week there was one guy and it was painful the uh, the number of times he said like it was like he couldn't get a thought or an idea out and it was like 10 likes maybe it was his nervous word maybe it was but I think I, I think the guy's in entertainment. Mm. I don't know if he's a comedian or if he's a musician or something like he that. He should have been better. <laughs> and I want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it is you are just unable when you when you notice to... it as well. It is it is really painful when you're listening to something. Yeah, sure. you can't follow their train of thought if mm. like ten out of the twelve words are like. But you're not nearly as bad as that thankfully but i could get there if i don't train out train this habit Mm. 
What's your fashion story? <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, my fashion story this week is actually inspired by a podcast I listened to. Yeah. I listened to an episode of, is it Call Me Daddy or Don't Call Me Daddy? Oh, it's Call Me Daddy. Okay. So I don't listen to it. Stassi Baby or Stassi Baby, Kylie's friend, did an episode. And they talk about lots of different things. I think she's promoting a vodka brand or something. Um, But she also talks a lot about the fact that she's had work done mm-hmm. and actually that she's sort of re- not redoing, undoing a lot of that work for a more natural look okay. and sort of blaming a lot of it potentially on trend. And I know we've talked before about like when people enhance themselves mm-hmm. But it just made me feel so sick that that is what is happening, right? People are changing their figure just because it's trendy to, at that point, it was trendy to have a big bum, tiny waist, big boobs, big Mm. lips. And now you're either seeing sense that there's no such thing as you can't change your body every time there's a new trend. Yeah, for sure. um, Or you're just craving a more natural look or whatever it might be. But body shapes are not trends they're not jeans that you throw away because Mm. you know it's now the trend to have low rise and it's I just it it just blew my mind for sure the thing is is that sassy baby and all those Hollywood kids they're young Mm. they're actually got the work done at 18 and exactly and we forget how young they are because they look like they're married with children in their 40s and to be honest, if we at her age had the money, mm. the access and surgery was more widely known, because when we grew up, it was scandalous to talk about someone's work. Yeah. Um, celebrities were crucified for it. Um, and it was like the ultra, not the ultra rich, but like the upper middle class, like mums at school who had like work done wouldn't talk about it and it was it was Mm. so much more hush hush than it is now you know we know so much about plastic surgery now it's so widely accepted that if we were her age with that money and access you know we maybe not necessarily us but we would have we Mm. would have done stuff we would have tweaked ourselves we would have gone under the knife we would have done not non-invasive surgery or maybe just cosmetic procedures and that's the thing that's it's not that these things are a trend but because they're so much more accessible more people can hop on the bandwagon and she is just like any one of us who were just insecure at that time at that time age at that age and was able to feed into that insecurity you know because if we think about it the stuff we wore at that age we've talked we've spoken about this in previous episodes like we wouldn't be wearing that now and to her her hips and her bum and her thighs and her lips and all of that is probably cringe to her now Mm. yeah and she actually made a really good point as well Mm. that right now a boob job is sort of just we we all accept a boob job, right? We yeah. all really readily accept if someone has had their boobs done, but probably because it's one of the first sort of things, boob and nose jobs aren't such a big yeah. deal anymore. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it is lagging behind. Lips is still sort of it's accepted, but I think it's joined that thing of, oh, you're not one of them who's just joined everybody else to get it done. I think there's a negative connotation with lips still. And there is with like bbls and Mm. getting work done Mm -hmm. that's not your boobs basically um and so it's quite interesting that obviously we sort of accept some things more readily than others um i think it's because like actors and actresses were getting their nose done back in the 40s mm. you know like decades ago like the most famous is probably marilyn monroe Mm. known to have had her nose done and uh, like breast augmentations 
have been around for a really long time and all our faves you know Pam Anderson and like everyone who was big in Hollywood during the 80s had their tits done and it's because it's been around for so long we've all like acclimatized to it um don't get me wrong there are still loads of um I'm using Hollywood as an obvious example, but there's loads of people in Hollywood who get their nose done and don't say anything. They get Mm. really subtle work and they don't tell us because it really does make a difference to their appearance, but they keep it on the hush hush. But I think with those procedures, now it's like you can get a boob lift. It doesn't even have to be like augmentation. There's so many. I'll be signing up for that. (laughs) Yeah, we've spoken about this. And there's, there's so many like subtle ways people are getting their nose and their boobs done now whereas like bums um and like bbls and lips and all of that because it's a lot newer I think people kind of overdid it a bit much and now we're just seeing that all the hype has kind of quietened down like it has with nose jobs and boob jobs it's becoming a little like they're getting just small tweaks you know yeah and it was actually really interesting is that she she got asked if she has butt implants and she was like the only implants I have are in my breasts yeah but did we learn nothing from keeping up the Kardashians when when Kim got her bum x-rayed but it's that thing of that's not really what you were being asked have you done something to tamper with the size and then she sort of alluded to the fact that she's probably had a bbl but she didn't has. still didn't want to admit it. And it's kind of funny oh that there's obviously still, I don't know, this thing. So she wants to get on this podcast and talk about how bad it is that plastic surgery is a trend and talk down on plastic surgery, but at the same time, not come clean about the work that she's had done because she wants to profit of how good it's made her look mm. and how successful it's made her look. That's yeah, because if you want to, if you want to criticize something and say I was, I was stupid for having done it. Yeah, this is what I had done, A, B, C, D. But then you want to be like a bit coquettish about, oh, well, I haven't, I haven't got implants in my bum. It's like be honest. Like yeah. if you're going to criticize it, criticize it. I don't know. This just seems like she really, to be honest, she enjoys the attention that she gets from her surgically sculpted body. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, on my fashion story is to do with bodies as well. Oh, look at the segue. <laughs> Love it. We're getting good at the segues. Um, so obviously we have to discuss in more depth <laughs> Rihanna's pregnancy look because we've seen the images from her Vogue cover. Mm-hmm. I believe she was in Paris. Yeah. Um, she had a Vogue spread, kind of like showing off her bump as if she hasn't been doing it. <laughs> as if we haven't seen it already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an interesting spread to talk about. Like, what's your overall thoughts of the looks she had in Vogue? I think the, the tricky thing is because she's been dressing so crazy yeah. <laughs> with her bump as it is or mm-hmm. fashion forward if you want to say it mm-hmm. um these looks don't feel that out of the out of the ordinary she's kind of been going wild with it and i i appreciate that and i think she said the sentiment sort of behind it is our bodies are doing the most magnificent ugh, magnificent thing yeah and we're sort of told we're meant to hide it or cover it up and conceal it mm-hmm. And I guess it works with Rihanna because she's kind of, she has fun with fashion as it is. So it works really well that she's making no exceptions. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought they looked great. I think she looked really cool. Um, I feel like she's very, like, she must be nearly about to pop because she's got a big bump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe like um, eight months or something. Not that I know. Like, yeah, she's bumps. she's got to be really nearly there. Yeah. Um, or she's going to surprise us with like twins or some shit. But yeah, it could be. I could wouldn't be. be past her. 
Um, I think that you've really got to be living a certain lifestyle to be pregnant and wearing these looks because, yeah, again, like you have to have, have a chauffeur following you around. Oh my god, you cannot be taking public. You can't be getting pub- you-, you can't be getting the bus and having to get on the t- the top You're- deck. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again: the baby must be cold because you have because it- the baby's not covered up ever, and that's fine with me. I'm just saying you need to be like in a car for most of the time blanket ready to put over (laughs) yeah um so I really like these pictures I think they're really I think they're nicely styled I'm talking about the looks Mm. you know the outfits I think they're really nicely styled and I think that controversial opinion but I think very often we give Rihanna like a bligh yeah we give her lots of free passes yeah yeah for some really terrible outfits and people just like oh well she's killing it because it's Rihanna she's on the list that you're not allowed to insult I know Mm. I know and sometimes I just think it's not nice I don't like it and that's okay I don't have to like the look like and so that's how I felt with a lot of her most recent pregnancy fashion whatever like it's not that the bump is out it's not like I'm prude. It's just that I felt nothing went together very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for the sake of it. Yeah, exactly. This is definitely like baby bump meets couture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so she's wearing this big old puffer Mark Jacobs coat, which quite frankly just looks like a big old duvet, which is great because she's in like a Parisian hotel suite. And it's kind of like what you would do in the hotel anyway. It's like grab the duvet and just like wrap yourself in it. She's got a shot of her in the bath wearing um, a Boucheron necklace, which looks like, you know, baby's breath, the flower Mm -hmm. with the little white flowers. It's like that, but what I can only suspect is diamonds, of course. Um, She also, I think one of my favorites is the burnt orangey red get up which Mm. is the rick owens kind of looks like a python jacket and like knitted skirt um i thought that was really cool um and what else is there others oh she's in this like big old tool um like dark inky blue dress thing with a veil over her and that was jean-paul gaultier and then yeah I think that's all the looks oh she was one where she was in like a biker jacket Mm. and I I really liked the whole kind of theme and sentiment of the shoot and I think they were nice ways to display the bump um in styles that made sense yeah yeah and actually even just on like a bigger picture right Mm -hmm. how few women get put on the cover of Vogue when they're pregnant Mm. You know, and actually we're in a society that's becoming increasingly aware that we have to represent everyone mm-hmm. and make a fashion available to everyone. And yeah, okay, we don't need necessarily, I personally don't need couture gowns for a pregnant belly. Yeah. But I also know from having sister-in-laws who have been pregnant maternity wear is slim pickings. Mm-hmm. We all know what it's like anyway, if you can't find something in your style I think style is so personal isn't it and so there's nothing greater than when you find loads of stuff that's in your style you like it you feel good in it Mm -hmm. and I can't imagine just being put in this little box of having to wear a certain things just because you're pregnant because Mm -hmm. they don't make many other options Mm -hmm. so I think that it's great to represent that and maybe make more awareness of yeah more options like I mean in this shoot she was she had like a custom like sculpted white ball gown but Mm. it's like molded over her belly I think it was made in leather or something so obviously she's she's wearing custom made pieces especially for the bump or the way it's styled is not a way that us normies could wear it like the jacket open with no top underneath Mm. so obviously hers is uh an extreme version of what the everyday person could probably or probably be up for wearing if they were pregnant but 
definitely I agree like there's not there's not a selection of maternity wear for people with different styles it's just like the most basic cotton pieces I think comfort is put above all else something that's loose something that's cotton something that's stretchy and that is pretty much it something that's pretty covered up as well and of course like you want to maybe not invest that much money in clothing that is um only for a short amount of time relatively speaking and I think Rihanna actually made a comment before saying that she's not buying maternity wear she's going to wear the clothes she already has and I think that that's a big statement Mm. like the because when I think of pregnancy I often think it must be a struggle to feel like you're coming into the new era of your life you're becoming a mother and to what extent do you feel like you're losing your sense of self in all of that and the person who you will become, you don't know who you will become. And that in itself can be frightening. So and, to feel and like... style is a big part of sense of self or how yeah. you feel, um, yeah, how you fit in your clothes. All of those things are just key to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to feel like, oh, I'm still going to wear all the things that I like to wear and I'm going to ride that train till I can, like until mm-hmm. I physically can't get my arm in this jacket if if you you know put on that much weight or whatever of your body changes that significantly but you're steadfast and like no I'm gonna enjoy what I have and I'm not gonna let this transitional period of my life like dictate how I should like mirror myself on other people and their experiences you want to live your own experience isn't it yeah that's so true so true I think I would try and be like that to some extent it's like use the clothes I have mm-hmm. um I don't know yeah you don't know do you you just don't know until you're there yeah <laughs> we interrupt this broadcast to say go follow us on instagram our handle is at Starloves of Substance Pod. There you'll find our weekly fashion topics, all the stuff that we discuss in each episode, and our polls. Or reach out to us at styleoversubstancepodcast at gmail.com for new suggestions of topic discussions or even to share your own fashion stories. We also have a YouTube channel, Style Over Substance Podcast, if you'd rather listen to our episodes over there. Back to the episode. Yeah. Um, So this week, we alluded to it in one of our last episodes we're talking athleisure, we're talking gym wear, we're talking mm. what what became just so what was a functional piece of clothing mm-hmm. has now become part of just part of the fashion world, really. Yeah, for sure. I think in the past few years it's become more and more socially acceptable to wear gym wear out. Mm. Um, I mean, if you take like the like the 80s and the 90s where sportswear was either for the gym playing sports or you were associated with like hip-hop yeah kind of um culture and that was pretty much it but now we see well, the 90s we sort of had that aerobic fashion for a little mm-hmm. bit like yeah. the princess die with her cycle shorts oversized mm-hmm. jumper and sort of thick woolly socks Mm -hmm. but that wasn't gym attire that was fashion Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. wasn't because oh she's just been to aerobics yeah 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 you know I think athleisure has become like more expensive more dynamic people wear it more often um yeah, it's really caught traction. And I, you know what? I blame the early 2000s when we all started wearing leggings everywhere all the time. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and actually also obviously there's technology involved in terms of it being fit for performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will say, and actually my dad and I were discussing this the other day because I don't know if I've said it on here, but I am running the London Marathon. Mm-hmm. So quite relevant for this episode. And I have done a marathon in the past and we were like, I was talking about whether I was going to fundraise or not. And it's obviously a great opportunity to, but the problem mm-hmm. sort of in this day and age is someone's always doing something, you know, it's, you mean it might not be a marathon. It might not be, but someone's training for a half or someone's doing something. Mm-hmm. Someone's doing a triathlon. There are like, it's more common now for people to do these things than it was. So my dad did a marathon what probably 50 years ago oh I was gonna say 12 (laughs) um well yeah no when he was young so it was very unusual to do it then you were either like that person or you weren't whereas Mm -hmm. lots of people attempt it these days and charity is such a different thing Mm -hmm. and so there's so much more athleticism going on in this world than this ever used to be and we also have learned the lesson really recently and with P, with Joe and the lockdown. It's good for your mental health. It's not just mm-hmm. for your physical health. It's not just for what you look like. It is good for your brain. We live in a really intense world. Mm-hmm. So I think there's been so many things that combine together mm-hmm. and just means it has exploded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and like, I think you're so right that, yeah, the, those Primark see-through leggings probably paved the way for people then wearing yeah. leggings as actual trousers. Yeah. I think also, now correct me if I'm wrong, you know how there's certain things which make you appear more luxe? Mm. Wear things because it affords you a perceived um, kind of like status, you know? Like, I think we've spoken about it in the past, like getting Botox done or fillers or lip injections. Someone who has that, you kind of assume that they've got money a little bit. Mm. Um, now, people who, you know, head to toe gym shark might not even go to the gym and actually work out. They're just posing half the time yeah. and they're wearing it because it's tight and it looks cute and it comes in all these pastel colors. And it's like, the girlies on Instagram who are like Instagram models will be all day, every day in tight athleisure Mm. and they don't really work out that much because we all know they probably bought their bodies (laughs) as we were talking about before. Yeah. But I think the appearance of going to the gym and taking care of yourself is such a status flex. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then, I mean, even... And to look good doing it is yes. like an extra flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we if we throw in things like Peloton bikes, I know this is not fashion, but it's, and that's kind of exploded in the past couple of yeah. years, as you said, with lockdown and having to work out at home. And The wait list is like, well, at one point in lockdown, the wait list was like three months. Yeah, exactly. It's so wide, wildly for, popular. For a very expensive exercise product plus the subscription yeah that's a big deal yeah yeah yeah. and the trainers they're good looking people yeah kitted out in peloton um attire and if someone has a peloton bike you're like you're doing well for yourself aren't you you're that girl and yeah it's 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 something to post about on social media like this is the clever thing a lot a lot of the things with athletics Mm mm-hmm is it it's become very instagrammable and i know our world isn't my world isn't too based around that yeah but who are we kidding that like there are so many people who make their millions doing that making more money than us on instagram yeah and that stuff all counts to it for sure um oh i was gonna say something i can't remember now oh my brain's gone blank okay moving on i have a question for you uh. you're starting your spin career again what are you wearing to a spin class oh my god so I had my 
first class and I wore these shorts that I bought from Primark and I don't think I'd ever worn them before I think I bought them with the intention that I would wear them and mm-hmm. so they must have cost me like fiver um and I wore a t-shirt which is a pretty beat up t-shirt to be honest like if you saw me at the gym and I've never looked good at the gym not because I've been sweating or working out really hard, but I've gone into the gym looking a mess and come out of the gym looking a mess. And so, yeah, this time was no different. I think that's what the gym used to be for sure. Like that's how I've always been. Um, Yeah. And like, I mean, I also think we only recently have tracksuits actually become a fashionable item before Mm. it was for slobs or, or it was a, it was a, uh, like you said, it's part of R&B. It's like a statement. Mm-hmm. But if someone was either wearing trackies because like they were just being slouchy and being like, I don't know, in their comfies. Yeah. But it didn't, there wasn't this connotation. So sort of that was also often, there wasn't leggings, all the kind of sport performance stuff. So you would just be wearing trackies and a loose t-shirt to the gym Mm -hmm. and you kind of wouldn't care and I think that's what it used to be like and it's really slowly transitioned probably not even slowly but I think we've just now found that there's there is time to perform every moment in our lives Mm. like even if I think about right now I actually got for my birthday like a a faux pair of sleeper pajamas you know those feather oh yeah yeah. I love those sleeper daily pajamas. sleeper um and so I've got like some pink um striped pajamas with feather trim I love it even our nightwear mm. has and like, I've always really liked pajamas I love a matching set of pajamas I love like I don't know I've always liked that mm-hmm. but that's become really cool again whereas yeah. you, back in the day you just have the same old the yeah. same old thing and your t-shirts that got shrunk in the wash or like or it's mm. your brother's boyfriend's t-shirt um yeah 100 percent. but we are performing on all fronts yeah when it comes to our fashion and the gym is no exception yeah you're right because I back to um pajamas I stopped wearing t-shirts and like random shorts to bed and I have like matching sets and I think I sleep better I think like going to bed is a better experience than my matching pjs than it was I feel so it I can't explain how great I feel yeah and I actually would say I probably would buy more into pajamas right now than I would clothes I love pajamas they're great they really are and I think that um the same thing is with the gym I think there's an air of like because the gym is all about you know setting a goal achieving Mm. your goal being the best version of yourself that you can be it all plays into that if you can look cute while doing it and you've got the matching set and you look like you mean business you look like you're here all the time because you've got the right gear you know yeah me in what looks like my PE kit And and so knowing that and understanding that, I think that I've thought to myself, okay, now that I'm going back to the gym and I'm trying to make an effort, I too. I want some cute outfits. I need some Gymshark. I need some like, whatever, like sweaty Bettys or Mm. Lululemon or whatever, because I'll just look better. I don't know what it is. No, but like there's also, there also is a, a thing of I've got a decent amount of athleisure wear and the more expensive products last they stand the test of time yeah they like they still feel good years on yeah I will say that my Primark shorts I I saw some like thread like you know pull in yeah (laughs) um so like there's and it's yeah it depends also what you're doing Mm -hmm. so I I used to be big into CrossFit for a few years, taking a break from my career because um, I'm having some. <laughs> you keep calling it a career. <laughs> Full-time CrossFitter. Oh, definitely not. God, everyone's going to think I'm some like hench beast. Um, I'm not hench, but you are. You are. I was. I was. I was order. pretty strong at one point. Yeah, I, I call it like my wash- heyday. I call it my washboard heyday. abs. Yeah, yeah. Definitely didn't have washboard abs. You did. Um, well, in the pictures, you did. 
<laughs> the ones that you shared that you opened. Haters will say it's edited. It wasn't, trust me. <laughs> I, I don't have those apps. Um, but I will say that, so in, I don't know if anyone who's listening has ever been to a CrossFit gym. It's It can be quite an intimidating place for one, mm-hmm. but also because of the nature of this exercise, it's like varied exercise. It differs day to day. It involves weights, like high impact stuff. Mm-hmm. There are some really toned, beautiful people who do CrossFit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it is not uncommon for like people to take their tops off, like guys to take their tops off whilst they're working out. Because they're to only be in a sports bra and leggings, which to yeah. me is like unheard of. Because also the reality is if I'm overheating, mm. I'm overheating regardless of what I'm wearing, you know, like I, I am someone who gets bright. No, I'm, I'm someone who gets bright red in the face. Oh, okay. Taking my vest off or mm-hmm. my thin t-shirt is not yeah. going to make me feel loads different. Yeah. And I personally just don't think I need to know what my body looks like in all tight clothing whilst Mm -hmm. moving around um Mm -hmm. but some a these people have like zero percent probably body fat um but also really confident and they look great for it it's just not something that's for me but that is also i think become much more common practice not just in crossfit or anything like that i think in yoga it's the whole matching set thing yeah it is like long gone are the days where you just somehow match a top and bottoms together mm-hmm. there yeah. is consideration now for not only your leggings and the top but then if you're going to take that top off the sports bra underneath yeah uh-huh. it, and then what shoes go with that you don't just yeah. have one pair of gym shoes just your really clunky like white trainers mm-hmm. they are thought out and it's it's a whole thing yeah it's yeah. And if, go, and if you think about it you go to the gym multiple times a week yeah most it makes, do, it makes so, sense but then it's like you need multiple iterations of it because you, you can't have be serving one in the, the same look every day <laughs> <laughs> it's not just that it's like one's in the wash one's yeah. drying one yeah. wearing sort of thing um and so all of that adds up and 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 good gym wear is expensive mm, yeah like lululemon leggings are about like i think they're 88 pounds <gasps> i don't know why i gasp because i know they're expensive <laughs> i also didn't know they were 88 pounds pretty sure they're 88 pounds because i think i need to get not these lululemon ones but i think i need to get some i will say those lululemon ones and are some very good, good. yeah they yeah. last and that yeah they last and like they they stand the squat test that's the that's what i need yeah. um yeah. but that but also if you're spinning you're sat on your bum and so if they're a bit see-through no one gives a shit yeah that's true but it's just more like for the comfort i don't yeah. to be honest I, really i don't think i want anything tight when i'm at the gym i'm not used to it mm. and you know me i'm not i'm not a big fan of tight clothing really i like everything to be quite loose. <laughs> breezy and loose um, easy breezy yeah so what are your favorite brands if you're going to recommend me to buy into some of these athleisure brands which one's the best ones um cost looks wise and like comfort i know for like a budget mm-hmm. h&m used to be really good um i say nike is a pretty like oh, yeah your regulars the obvious you can't go wrong um i've got sports bras and leggings that i have had for probably nearly 10 years one and thing about nike is yeah the quality is really good yeah like you can batter their stuff up and they will still survive and also like what like you said been washed probably at some points once a week for mm-hmm. sort of two or three years and are still still going strong mm-hmm. um and then lululemon for sure is it's it's expensive it's really expensive but it stands the test of time mm-hmm. i have maybe three pairs of leggings from there oh okay I, 
at 88 uh, pound a pop. <laughs> I essentially lived in them mm-hmm. on rotation during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to replace one pair, but I had had them for maybe like five years. Okay. And I had I had a an unfortunate incident where the zip on my like rain jacket was rubbing it. And oh yeah. It Pulled it was it. it was it was yeah. It was a sad okay. time. But the cost per wear on those that's a hundred percent. I have worn them three hundred times or yeah. whatever it is. Um during that time i've worn them a lot they stand the test of time they don't they don't feel too restrictive but so that's okay. like that type of legging doesn't feel too restrictive sweaty betty is a really good brand but i find i know i'm wearing leggings i don't know i'm wearing leggings in the Lulu's. Oh, yeah i don't need to know that um and also like we just i'm still really struggling with just getting back into regular clothing i mm. can do it for probably I think I'm probably around like seven hours now, maybe. That's all you need. Well, no, because obviously a working day is a bit longer than that. So, you know, I just, I, at some point I just suddenly hit a wall and I'm like, this bra needs to come off, (laughs) you know, because your body expands during the day, doesn't it? Or I don't know what, like, it just gets to a point where I'm like, I've had enough of this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I hit you. Um, And I'm still probably a bit like that with athleisure as well of not wanting stuff too restrictive um Gymshark is very good um but yeah I would just say there's so there's so many brands out there mm-hmm. um and also I think a really great thing in terms of athleisure mm-hmm. is I think because it's expensive there's less of that fast fashion approach I know that there are girls wanting to serve yeah. looks but yeah. like even Gymshark is I mean, it's not cheap. It's not the most expensive, though. It's not the most expensive, and you get matching sets, but like, it's not like you wear it once or twice at the gym and it it's no longer any good. Mm-hmm. So I think you know I've got gym wefts that's lasted so long, and I'm I'm not a matching set kind of girl. Um, I just yeah, I want to be able to throw things together, and I just mm-hmm. I need to not have that. And you know, there are days where you just don't need something clingy to you. I don't really like. I don't mind leggings, but I like a loose top generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think that you made a really good point in that gym wear is probably one of the few sections in our wardrobe that really gets worn. If you yeah. if you stick to going to the gym throughout the year and stuff, you yeah. you will wear it multiple times a week, if not yeah. at least it's actually, week it's actually one of times. the best things to justify, I guess, your money on exactly. Um, because, like, if you take occasion wear, most times you wear it as a woman. You wear a dress once, and then you may never wear that yeah. dress again. But we about- we mm-hmm. are way happier to part our cash mm. on. Oh, I'm going to a wedding, and I just want to feel really nice in that. Yeah. How a how many weddings will you ever go to in your life? Probably like fifty, <laughs> if that. Like, I definitely won't. I don't know that many people or like that many people. Um, But yeah, so then... Even if you take uh, designer shoes, they're like heels or they're just shoes that, unless you're going to work in them, Mm. they're shoes that you wouldn't wear that often. Um, You go to bed every night, invest in your nightwear. (laughs) Invest in your nightwear and your sportswear, please. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you're right. And I think that those prices can be justified so long as they are like legit performance wear and that they wear well and they wash well and you feel and cool you know the climate cool so it, often it's... I also hear of a lot of these performance brands if your leggings broke within a certain time frame I think they're quite honorable especially like yeah. a Scotty Betty or a Lulu if they sort of disintegrated in the wash on like a, a bad sort of a turn of bad luck Mm-hmm. I think they're quite good at being like, we're really sorry. That's really not like we'll our product. Mm-hmm. Um, because they like they're built for performance, and I think I think it's one of the few products actually touching on your point more. It's one of the few products where you actually maybe get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have many things that I could have worn as many times as that that hasn't shown it. 
even like say I wore say I bought a beautiful dress for a wedding if I wore that 300 times it would show yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh so actually yeah I like even even the t-shirt I'm wearing now I love it it used to be like it's nice quality but it definitely used to be bigger it mm-hmm. definitely has probably got a bit thinner because mm-hmm, of how mm-hmm. much I wear it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That's true. Um, Maybe we should I... just live in our pleasure. Well, you know what? Look, lockdowns and whatnot. I live and I still actually, during the during the day when I'm working, I lived in the same tracksuits. Like I would wake up, wear a T-shirt, put a hoodie on put some trackies on and some big socks some thick socks or something and I think about those items and I have worn them to death I mean I still wear them now but you know it was a period of time where I was really I don't know exhausting my clothes I mean granted it was like 10 10 items on rotation you know Mm. but I think that yeah it's and I think so imagine if you did have like some really comfy gym leggings or whatever that would for sure have made its way into that mix yeah and you consider how or you even splurged on some nicer tracky bottoms yeah 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 and I did buy a set that was um it's a bit nicer and it's like really heavy fabric but I don't wear them at home because I feel like that set's too nice for home. <laughs> I wear them when I want to wear trackies out. Purposely, like, yeah. Purpose- I'm purposely wearing these really comfortable trackies, really nice quality, and I can get away with it because now it's like you're no longer seen as a slob wearing it. Like if they're clean and if they're ironed and if they look nice, it's a look now. But I think that's what people do with athleisure, especially for the matching sets. Exactly. I think there are so many people who haven't been to the gym but no, want to give yeah. that impression that they've just done a yoga class. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, like I yeah, take the leggings, the thick socks, the chunky trainers, and then you put a blazer. Mm. You know, one of those blazers from like yeah, they've the got Frankie a nice shop. jacket over the top. It's like who? What this? Ah, oh. yeah. yeah. And I follow people online who do that, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, and they look great. Yeah, and they've got a great body into it. They know it, and that's yeah, why they're exactly. doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a huge industry, and it's and it's only projected to grow more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think, to be honest, I think I'm gonna buy more into it. I think, and we've had this discussion before, how our sense of style kind of crystallizes as we get older, and we just buy into more of the same of what we know we love um I feel like I'll just buy like the same trackies and just new colors and I'm just gonna rinse that and Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna look to wear more basics or buy more basics that I feel like I'll get more wear out of and yeah athleisure is one of those areas that you could easily do so I'm not surprised that projecting it's gonna grow even more yeah, and I also, I also, I hope it doesn't because I do think it's done really well to swerve the whole fast fashion thing. Um, but I expect at some point people will just want to have like variation, you know. <laughs> so for context, Mim is suddenly like being shaded over. I can oh. I can barely see her. Oh my god. A red light on her microphone and she's doing a, a show for the, me with her red light <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'm listening but no I, I just I hope that it doesn't become another one of those things of like oh I've been seen in that and I don't think it will because we I I repeat offend outfits in the gym forever yeah um, but I also think hopefully more people are getting into it and you kind of just every now and then I I the way I treat myself to athleisure wear is also quite different it's either a reward for going to the gym mm-hmm. because like oh I've got back into it I'll like that's a reward because I've actually been going so I deserve like some new bits yeah yeah yeah. or it's if you hit a certain goal or it's Ooh. it's that kind of thing like even for the marathon I'm I'm gonna have to 
you have to buy quite a lot of shoes because you when you run shoes a certain amount you need to get new ones yeah um I'm already envisaging I'm going to design myself like some shoes on Nike for the marathon. Like in my head, I'm already like, oh, I deserve that. That's going to be great. So I'm already getting there in that like state of mind. And then I'll base my outfit around that, which is pathetic. But also I'm finding some excitement in it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my athleisure. And I just think that we're getting there. The world is just expanding. But also it's more in my head, I'll then keep those shoes and I think I still, still have the other shoes I did the marathon in, but like I'll keep those shoes and that'll be a real like, yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Idea of like buying these bits as a marker of, you know, I met that goal or something. Yeah. I might do that. I think I need a goal actually at the gym. I need a goal. Like, I- let's do 20 spin classes. You get some nice leggings. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe not 20 classes, but like if I feel like I've gotten back to my old Yeah, maybe maybe I should give it a number, isn't it? You gotta have good quantifiable goals. Mm. Makes it easier to like keep track of them. Yeah, exactly. Um hang on, my brother's just calling me and he doesn't normally, so I'm just gonna quickly see what he wants. Uh What is this week's poll? Oh, what are the best brands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For this, yeah. Um, yeah. What I've are the best paused, brands? Oh, I've paused it. Yeah. God, I'm stupid. Okay, okay, let me start again. So this week's poll, maybe what are the best brands to buy into? Yeah, let us know if there's someone that we should know about or who you choose to invest your money in. Mm-hmm. And if there are some other brands that we haven't actually <laughs> mentioned in this episode, especially for mim's spinning career you know no honestly i need the help i can't i can't continue like this i want to i want to be you know i don't know i want to oh what is it called again. soul cycle you want to be one of those chicks like in soul cycle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um i my goals for this you know gym career is to do more yoga and to do more spinning oh I want to do some boxing. That's what I used to do last time. So I'm trying to get back into it. Mm. So wish me luck, guys. We wish you all the best, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wish me luck. And then you wish me luck. I was like, yeah, thanks. As if I just didn't ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think that's everything. Cool. again for tuning in to another episode of style over substance guys don't forget to check out our instagram or spotify to respond to this week's poll bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.